JNK podcast is brought to you by CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Collar and Elbow was founded on the traditional values of professional wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product intended to connect with people on an emotional level. A symbiotic relationship where one cannot flourish without the other. We strive to create a product that embodies our passion for professional wrestling expressed through street fashion. Make sure to use promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout and receive yourself a sweet 10% off your entire order from CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Big Joe of TheGorillaPosition.com and the Roar Network here with a very important message. If you're hearing this right now, this prime piece of real estate can be yours. That's right. Your product, service, show, or whatever you need to bring attention to can be done right here on this very podcast or any of our shows here on the Roar Network. But that's not all. A host of other services can also be yours. Communications, news releases, video editing and production, any number of public relations and marketing services are available for the asking. Contact us at the gorilla position one at gmail.com today to find out how we can help you grow your audience, your booking, your attendance, and your business. Welcome, my name is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk with Joe and Carl. Throw up your rock fist if you're feeling it. What's up, guys? This is the standard Dusty Gold here. We are going to set the standard in Canada, in the U.S., all over the world. Let's do this together. Let's raise the bar, set it high, crush that goal. You're listening to the J&K Podcast. Stay tuned. Alright guys, Big Joe and Carl Curafell here back on the JK Podcast. What is up, guys? Of course, powered by the grillposition.com and proud part of the Roar Network. The Roar Network is an amazing area where you can go and listen to a number of different podcasts, including this one that you are listening to right now. These podcasts are all available at thegorillaposition.com. The website has gone through and it has changed up a little bit. There is a specific section there for you to click on that says Roar Network, and that will take you to all of the podcasts available on the Roar Network. Absolutely, Carl. All right, uh, another week has come and gone here, and things are shaping up to get rather interesting coming up in the next little while for a number of different reasons, and strangely enough, a lot of it not necessarily WWE-related, which I, of course, right at this moment, find very interesting. So let's start off with a possible-looking, essentially confirmed here, uh, a in my opinion, a big surprise, and this has to do with Punishment Martinez uh, wrapping up with Ring of Honor and possibly looking at signing with WWE. 
It is a huge thing right now for the world of professional wrestling when it comes to Punishment Martinez. Mm -hmm. He is one of those guys that has the look, he has the style, he's got the uh, attitude, he's got the physique, he's got the ability to talk on the mic. This guy has a little bit of everything that is needed. He is, unfortunately, a cookie cutter that Vince likes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the main reasons why he is probably signed with the WWE. In what capacity right now, we don't know. We don't know if that's going to be straight main roster, that's going to be NXT, or what it's going to be. But it's a weird little thing. I don't know. I've kind of interpreted it with him going so far, at least from what I've seen in Ring of Honor, is uh, it really does feel like it's like the it's like the Roman Reigns character, but actually executed properly and done by somebody who can actually <laughs> do it. So, <laughs> it's true. And, and then you know, and plus you know he has the ability to do all the some of the high flying stuff, which is very unusual for a man of his size. Yes, and just has that that presence, that voice, and you know it makes it believable. Now. <clears throat> When it comes to possibly going over to WWE, I'm not a fan of the idea, simply for the fact that I just I I see what has happened to other talent like him, you know, like your Baron Corbin's like, yes, your Roman Reigns, you know, that seemingly, you know, they, they get into that NXT environment, they, they excel. Drew McIntyre is, you know, possibly another good example of this, doing yeah. very, very well outside of the NXT, coming over to NXT, continuing to excel, and then that dreaded move over to that main roster, not knowing what the heck is going to happen there for you. I think uh, I can, I can honestly (laughs) say right now at this point, it almost for me feels as though NXT is starting to kind of do the same thing. I mean, we look at guys like, like uh, Chris hero or Cassius Ono, Mm. right? Like the guy is, is super talented and a veteran in the business and it, it just seems like things with him are being squandered. We see him come out once in a while. He'll do a you know a quick squash match or whatever. Yeah. And then he gets on the mic and says, you know, I'm going to the top. I'm not going anywhere. And then it's like another month and a half before we see him again. So I don't know that, that even going to NXT, that Punishment Martinez will really be able to be used in the right capacity that I think he should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, dealing with, with Cassius Ono, I think, you know, going into NXT, I think, you know, with him, I think it could be a little bit different. I think he knew what he was getting into. I think he was brought in more to kind of enhance and you know, to kind of, you know, help essentially get over some of the inner talent, which he's done uh, fairly well to a certain extent. Velveteen Dream and some of these other guys mm-hmm. he had good matches with and made them look really good. Uh, recently, he's done some stuff with Cesaro. Um, you know, I believe at some live events and whatnot, and that has actually gone over quite well. I think they're calling themselves like the Kings of Wrestling or something yep. like that. And so, some cool stuff there. But um, yeah, he seems to have kind of hit his ceiling there. And you know, quite frankly, you know, those guys, I'd be perfectly fine with sticking in NXT because you just you can see, you know, the potential for problems in the main roster. Yeah. You know, with with Punishment Martinez, I'm really hoping, you know, because none of this is confirmed with WWE. Yet. Like it's rumored Meltzer and all these guys are talking about. It. And usually when he mentions it, it's pretty much a done deal. Yeah. But I'm hoping, you know, maybe last minute uh, Ring of Honor can um, offer him some kind of lucrative deal that. Uh, you know, that maybe he'll like, or maybe New Japan will step in, or maybe an NWA, which we'll get into all these guys, you know, coming up later. But with him, you know, I think, you know, and going into that Madison Square Garden show, I mean, he would have been, you know, 
something very important, I think, very, very nice to have. Now, you know, there's still a lot there, but it's a lead more into kind of what we're talking about. You know, that's a big name gone now. It so, is. It's unfortunate. Un- yeah, 100% it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's the wrestling business. It's mm-hmm. the business of professional wrestling. Yep. And it's it's always a never say never, right, mm-hmm. when it comes to anything in the world of professional wrestling. So it, there still is a chance that Ring mm-hmm. of Honor might be able to, like you say, give some sort of lucrative deal for him. Uh, if it doesn't come to fruition, though, I hope that at least he's used correctly and properly within... Yeah. NXT or the main roster. I'll deal more with uh, Ring of Honor because this leads nicely into what we're going to talk about. Because this is really, I think, you know, part of a larger kind of thing here. There are a lot of very important talents in Ring of Honor that they're getting close to their contracts running out. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all kind of around the same time. We have current Ring of Honor champion Jay Lethal. We have basically every Bullet Club member that's involved with Ring of Honor. Yep. All of those guys, their contracts are set to be set to expire and to keep all of these guys around, you know, Sinclair, you know, they're going to have to, you know, dig into their pocketbooks and uh, throw some money around here. Otherwise there could be a mass exodus coming out of ring of honor going who knows where. Definitely. And I mean, for most of these guys, if ring of honor cannot keep contracts with them, I don't see them going to the E at all. I see the majority of them probably doing New Japan, um, Impact, uh, or possibly NWA in some sort of capacity, right? Whether it's like uh, uh, Championship of Hollywood, um, you yeah. know, somewhere somewhere where, where they can go, where they can still get TV time, where they can still get, you know, their stuff put out there onto YouTube, yeah. um, you know, all these different different avenues and capacities that there is for professional wrestling nowadays. I don't believe that, like, Jay Lethal, I, I can't see, like, he's he's... I don't want to use the word lifer, but he really is. He's a lifer in yeah. the in independent industry. And I think he is very happy being that way. Um, same with like some of the Bullet Club members. I mean, Cody was there and Cody left and Cody yeah. has been so successful and so happy. I and mean, he's the current NWA heavyweight world's heavyweight champion. I mean, yeah. you really, you, you don't get any bigger than that yeah. when it comes to professional wrestling. If you're the NWA world's heavyweight champion, you've made it to that pinnacle of the top within professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else's contracts are expiring, but I, I would I would almost assume that uh, SoCal Uncensored, uh, you know, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels, that their yeah. contracts are probably around the same time going to come up for due. Um, could we see, you know, either one of those two possibly making their way over to, you know, the, the conglomerate of right. WWE? Or will we just kind of maybe see all of these guys all leave their contracts with Ring of Honor and possibly Cody and the Young Bucks decide they want to start something. Well, we had hinted at that uh, with some of the, the first talents that we had mentioned, you know, Jay Lethal. You know, if there were to be any move there, I would say Impact would be the most likely oh, place yeah. that he would end up. Uh, I think he's made it pretty vocal. I know uh, Jargo and uh, Rick have uh, talked to him, and he seems um, pretty set on not wanting to, to dabble with WWE and all. And yeah. I, frankly, I can't blame him. Uh, with the Bullet Club, I, I can see, you know, as much as they said that they wanted the at least the elite part of the Bullet Club, you know, leaving out the firing squad and all those guys, you know, they said they wanted to kind of stay together. But I could see 
namely Cody going to the NWA. That, that that's right yep. now. That's that's the obvious move for them. Uh, the Young Bucks, I could see you know either in uh, just going to New Japan or possibly an Impact. Uh, Marty, I see going to NXT. Yes, absolutely. Marty going to NXT. Yeah, and Hangman, I could see him and. Marty going to NXT, and I could see Chase Owens probably going, sticking in New Japan, and maybe splitting between Impact and maybe some uh, independent stuff because we know that you know that's spread and butter there. Yeah, definitely it is. I so. mean, for well, for Chase Owens especially, right? He he travels Japan, he travels uh, Canada, he travels the U.S. Right? Like he's all across North America, yep. all across Japan. So I mean, for him. I think if if the opportunity came, he probably would, you know, jump to a WWE in some sort of fashion. Um, but I mean, I, I honestly, I think any of them would, any of them, a hundred percent. If the contract was right, any of them would. I mean, yeah. the 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 money would be there for them, right? Even if it's just for a year contract where they've got you know, a couple million dollar contract, whatever, right? Um, when it comes to the Bullet Club, though, I mean. I would rather see them all stick together and us yeah. not have to see in a different formation of the Bullet Club because I think what they have right now uh, really works. Mm-hmm. Um, not just including the elite, but including like encompassing all of them, right? Like yeah. including in there Bad Luck Fale, you know, like all of them uh, within the Bullet Club itself, whether it's Uprising, whether it's the elite, you know, no matter who it is. I would rather see this incarnation of the Bullet Club stick together mm-hmm. and continue on throughout the independent promotions like they have been. Or I wouldn't mind seeing Cody and the Young Bucks pool their money together and start and create a new promotion. Specifically with the Young Bucks, I could see them being, you know, as much as we, we know before that they've appeared backstage at WWE shows, we, we've had photographic evidence of this kind of stuff. Obviously, they're friends probably with the New Day and all those guys. Yeah. You know, all that age group there, they seem to be pretty tight. But uh, I think that, you know, when you, especially, you know, revolving all in and the Superstars Wrestling show done recently in Georgia, yep. we know that they're very interactive with their fans and they're very easy to get in touch with, to talk to. They, they, they take time for everybody. Yes. When it comes to WWE, I don't think that they, them going there, I don't think that they would want to sacrifice that because, you know, that's really one of their calling cards, one of their trademarks is they love and they're very, very good at being accessible to the fans. So. That could be something that they're still able to do, though, with like the NXT brand, because the NXT brand goes and travels around and stuff like that. And it's not as much of a grueling schedule as it is with the main roster. So they could possibly put into contract that, yeah, you know what? Like if we're going to work for NXT and the WWE, we want to help you guys promote this brand then and here's what we have done that's worked and we want to continue that because that's what our fans expect now it's just all going to be done underneath the nxt name as opposed to just our name it's going to be you know the young bucks presented by nxt right so i mean i i think that, that that if cards are played right they could possibly do something like that and have in contracts that, you know what, we're going to give you X amount of dollars for, you know, for uh, the year or two year contract or mm-hmm. something like that. Right. So and I think especially, you know, very much like with Matt Hardy, I think if, you know, if they could keep a lot of the intellectual property and, you know, in merchandise, everything more kind of 
under their name instead of just solely with WWE, I think it would make it more of an attractive deal for them specifically. You know, and I think that, you know, with especially with this bullet the entire bullet club the elite, I think it would be more of a possibility that they could all go over there if it was closer to when the Fox thing was going to start. It's still about mm. a year or so away before yes. the WWE has the um, the I won't use the, the actual word. They have the they'll have the fu money. Yeah. To basically lure in anybody that they want to and just say, here's a bunch of money. Now we just we know you'd be a foolish you'd be a fool to, to not to sign with us just for, yeah. really for the money, right? So <laughs> right. I think we're a little too far away from these contract ending to where that's going to start to where this could be a possibility. So I think that uh, you know. Having if that situation was different, I'd say this would be a lot more of a possibility. So, again, it's one of those things where we will definitely be keeping an eye on this and letting you know when things start to fall in place. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> now, another big thing coming up here, Carl. We mentioned before the seventh anniversary of the NWA happening here, and the rematch between Cody and Aldis for that NWA Worlds. I said right this time. Yep. Heavyweight Championship. It is now going to be a two out of three falls match. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. What better way? I mean, the two of them went out there at All In, had an amazing match between the two of them. It was probably one of the greatest matches I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. What better way now to really find out who the true NWA World's Heavyweight Champion is and allow the two of them to go at it in a two out of three falls match. This will cement and legitimize who Ever is going to come out on top. And I think it's going to do the same just for the NWA in general. Since they're drawing a lot more attention now. Yes. What's going on? What's happening with um, All In? What's going to happen with this? Um, where it's happening, you know, all the names that they're going to have there, Jeff Jarrett's likely going to show up. You know, NWA is um, it's becoming important again. And um, you're going to be interested to see is how they can kind of beef things up here because, correct me if I'm wrong here, the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, doesn't even have a website on the internet that I've been able to find. I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a streaming service, so a lot of us may not be able to watch some of this. So I think it'll be interesting to see how well th- this event does, and I think it's going to generate a lot of interest in the National Wrestling Alliance and to see if you know maybe they can get included into um, the Global Wrestling Network or something like that. And... You know, because they're becoming an important name again, and I'd like to be able to watch on a regular basis because it's very intriguing what they're doing right now. One hundred percent, it is, and it's it's uh, great to be able to see like just this this renewal of pure classic professional wrestling uh, come back again, and like I mean, it's it's something that that. that has been gone for so long and and you are correct like there is no like website for the final <laughs> um for the the nwa they've got a youtube channel yep. um but that's really about it i mean if they could expand on that stuff get themselves a website like put it out there so that there is a place for people to go to be able to see all of the different stuff that's happening with the National Wrestling Alliance, it it could really expand and blow things up from there. Streaming service, I think, is a very good idea as Mm -hmm. well. There is so much history with everything in, you know, the, the NWA that they could have programming forever. Like, we're talking back from the 1940s all the way through till today 
They've got so much stuff. And hopefully most of that stuff is able to actually be used, right? Like hopefully there isn't like copyright claims or, you know, any of this different stuff with it. But yeah, yeah, like. (laughs) We had, we had, uh, you know, you had, I had mentioned it last week and you had mentioned it this week about Cody and the Unbox, you know, possibly looking at starting the promotion. I would rather that they kind of pull together with, uh, you know, the NWA and help to kind of, you know, not necessarily back it financially, but to a certain extent, yes, you know, to help build that up instead, I think of, uh, you know, venturing off on their own, not saying that they, they could potentially fail, but there's always that possibility. But, uh, you know, with everything that's kind of being established here, I mean, it would, it would I think it would, they'd be better suited to, to go with this. You have Billy Corgan over there as well, you know, they can yep. work with him, you know, some of the creative aspects and whatnot, and uh, could really make that into something, you know. They could. It has the potential to become huge again, as opposed to just kind of sitting there a little bit stagnant, I guess we could say, in the waters, just kind of floating by and and just easy breezy, right? I mean, you're right. Uh, If if Cody and the Young Bucks decide that they want to do something and venture off into something else... A very good idea is to get a hold of Billy Corgan and be like, dude, yeah. let's let's work together. We got money, we got experience. You got money, you you know you you know about the wrestling business. Let's yeah. let's work together and let's build this brand to become the best that it can be. And I think that they should, uh, you know, especially you know, given what's happening with Ring of Honor and what could potentially happen there, um, you know, and with the relationship that they have with new japan which is kind of a little rocky at the moment mm-hmm. um because uh you know ring of honor is getting you know the, the better out of this and new japan seems to be kind of getting the bum end of the deal with some of the, their talent and uh, being showcased and whatnot you know as, if that were to go awry i mean i would definitely say you know team up with with roh and uh, do some cross promoting there as well and i mean and you, of course you have impact as well yeah you know, those three really kind of with working relationships together could really 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 make some noise and uh, I, won't, I won't say necessarily unsee WWE as number one, because as I mentioned before, I, I don't think that's really a fight that needs to take place. But, you know, given this, you know, plus, you know, maybe the right backing from the right person, who knows? I I, I don't want to, cur- like, say that I'm correcting you, but I think that there is a really huge difference between um, Ring of Honor, Impact, NWA, you know, New Japan, even all of those to the WWE. The biggest difference is we have wrestling promotions instead of entertainment promotions, right? So I don't think that anybody is ever really going to be able to unseed the WWE at all. I mean, Ted Turner, Ted freaking Turner had all that money to go through and and build up WCW and even WCW and Ted Turner's money couldn't unseed the entertainment of WWE. So yeah, I don't think that we're ever going to see anybody unseed them, but why not be the number one best wrestling promotion in the world? That's the important point there. Yes. Because it's the part that... um that's the really important thing, especially to the true wrestling fan out there. All right, we are going to uh, take a short break here, Carl, and we're going to come back and talk about something uh, rather interesting revolving around one of our former guests, Chase Britton. Yes. So we'll be right back here, guys. 
Hi, I'm Michael Malkor from thegorillaposition.com and the Roar Network, here with a very important message. This commercial that you're hearing right now, this very audio, this prime piece of real estate can be yours. That's right, your product, service, show, or whatever you need to bring attention to can be done right here on this very podcast or on any of our shows here on the Roar Network. But that's not all. A host of other services can also be yours. Communications, news releases, video editing and production, any number of public relations and marketing services are available for the asking. Contact us at thegorillaposition1 at gmail.com today to find out how we can help you grow your audience, your bookings, your attendance, and your business. What's up, everybody? This is Mr. Stud Tackler, Mr. 205 Live, Bryson Scott, and you're listening to the JK Podcast. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here back in the JK Podcast. We are back. All right. As we mentioned before the break, we were going to talk about uh, one of our past uh, guests kind of doing uh, something interesting here at uh, Chase Britain. Yeah, it's 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 kind of odd. I mean, we, we saw Chase here. He came through with the CWE and uh, came on tour during the uh, Jake the Snake Roberts tour last winter. And, I mean, top gun, Chase Britain. Yep. Um, or is it anymore? It's it's kind of weird. We we were able to uh, t- to see a YouTube video that he had put out there, and it it really seems as though Chase is is I don't know how to put it. He's I don't want to say that he's gone insane, but it almost looks as though the guy has gone a little bit insane. Yeah. Um. He's he's really changing things around, and he's talking a lot about Broken Arrow. So I don't know. I I hope he's okay. Uh, he's turning. Yeah, I think he's turning heel, uh, character-wise here. So I think that's what's happening. Is he's uh, looking to evolve as as a character and as a wrestler. So it's interesting to see uh, the way that the videos are being done. Very cryptic. It's uh, very. And I will I will say intriguing to, to kind of see where he kind of goes with this. So and he's still very young. So to be able to do this kind of thing is very interesting. I think. And I think it it really all stems from. Um, I mean. The Top Gun, Chase Britton, it, it was really a guy who would put his everything out there for you and, and really was, was getting a shaft, I guess you could say. He was getting nothing in return for everything that he was going out there and doing. Yep. And I think it, it, it honestly, I think it's broken him. <laughs> and he's now, you know, this this transformation inside of himself. And he's going, you know what? Like, this is it. I, I can't do this anymore. You're going to respect me. You're going to give me what I want. This is what I deserve. I've been doing this long enough. Give me my opportunity and I'm going to show you what a broken arrow can do. Yeah, like this whole kind of loose cannon 
type of character could definitely work from uh, promoted properly and with the right attention. So it'll uh, be interesting to see in the coming uh, weeks and months and whatnot to, to see what he's able to do with this because it's it's interesting. It caught me off guard. And, yeah. you know, good things can happen there done properly. So uh, props to him, and uh, we will definitely uh, keep our eyes on that. Oh, definitely well. we will. All right, to kind of end the episode off here today, Carl, we're going to do our uh, our showstopper segment again. This is yes. going to be a regular bit every week. And this involves, this is kind of stemming from the last episode of Going Home with Ryan and Mike. They were talking about injuries in professional wrestling. So I thought we'd get into our kind of take. Bella. <coughs> oh, wow. Yes. <coughs> and to, to, to kind of go into that topic and, and kind of put our own spin on it and uh, embellish it a little bit more, you know, not only with injuries, but just, you know, carelessness and stupidity. That can sometimes happen in uh, the uh, professional wrestling ring. Did you just say embellishment, embellishment. it a little bit more? I, I, that was <laughs> not pun intended, but a happy coincidence. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Like this is this is something that honestly has been there since the beginning of of time when it comes to wrestling there's always been you know whether it's that one person who's not trained enough whether it's somebody who's just gone going out there thinking i've done this a thousand times i don't need to really think about what i'm doing and being careless with it um somebody who is going out there and legitimately causing injuries uh you know like since the beginning you've always had those types of people that are out there now when it comes to some of the ones that are happening nowadays, mm-hmm. I find it really difficult to understand why stuff like that is even happening, considering everything that is available for them to be able to really hone in on making sure that things are safe. And we've talked about on the podcast before where we feel that WWE with their pay-per-views and stuff like that has been very safe with their stuff Mm -hmm. so it's very interesting to see right now that within the wwe and even outside of the wwe but more recently within the wwe there's been a little bit more i don't know if 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 we want to call it stupidity or carelessness or what we want to call it but there has been a little bit more of that happening yeah, before we get into, you had hinted at, uh, before we get into that one specifically, I want to talk about, you know, for, we're, we're going to, we're at the back kind of eliminate, you know, like the the YouTube video of the two kids jumping off the roof and going through a piece of plywood and that kind of stuff. That's not really what, what I'm getting at when it comes to, I mean, as stupid and as careless and stuff as, as, as that is, you know, that, that's not really in kind of the context that we're, we're looking at here. But what you had mentioned with, uh, with Brie Bellix, we didn't really get a chance to kind of talk about this as it kind of happened shortly after. And it did involve her and Liv Morgan. And I will definitely say, you know, from my perspective, that it really is hard to just cough it up to just as an accident. To me, it qualifies more as carelessness and just a her being gone for so long and I think, you know, trying to be a little too much like Daniel Bryan and do this kind of stuff and, and just not having really the skill. Uh, to kind of execute it properly, combined with the just, um, you know, thinking that you're better than you really are. I think especially for, in, in, in that case, definitely, yes. Like, that's, I think that's exactly what it boils down to. Um, ring rust 
is is huge. You know, if you haven't been in in the ring and you haven't been doing these things for quite a while, you develop ring rust, and you really need to get back in there uh, beforehand and really start to hammer these things out. I mean, stupid. You want to talk stupidity? <laughs> those dives, dives that she she's Gross. done, like terrible. Yeah, honestly, terrible, yeah. and and just poorly executed. Just stupidity. There's no reason why she should have to have to have done that, right? Yeah. And then this whole thing with Liv Morgan, like it's just it, it's something that's 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 just compounding and compounding and compounding on top of each other to the point where somebody's going to get seriously injured to the point where they're gone, mm-hmm. right? And and then what? Yeah. And another thing about this thing too, that I think a lot of people have been ignoring and this gets me even hotter under the collar, you know, you know, other than her kicking her in the face. What the hell is going on with the ref in this match? Why did he allow this match to continue? Right? I mean, bad officiating. I mean, there should definitely be some disciplinary action there. And, and that brings up another thing too with some of this kind of stuff, you know, when you see like a Brie Bella doing uh, this kind of thing, you know, in my opinion, out of really out of carelessness, there should be some disciplinary action happening here, whether whether you incorporate into a storyline or, or not. You know, there needs to be some repercussions from this kind of stuff for just for something like that could have been easily avoided. When it comes to any type of repercussion against the referee, I really say that there can't be any because they're all miked. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, they, they they have something in their ear and they're being told, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, if if production in the back, whoever's sitting in Gorilla at that time says, you need to stop this match, they stop the match, yeah. right? They, I, and I'm sure that there's a way that they can somehow communicate with production or, or with Gorilla, whatever, to, to kind of say, like, something's wrong here. Yeah. And if they tell them, keep going... What's he going to do? Is he going to really go against what, you know, the bosses in Gorilla are telling him and stop the match? Or does he do his job like he's supposed to do and continue to do it? Right. Like that's 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 where the line comes in. And it is really tough. So in that instance, I don't think that any type of disciplinary action should come against the referee or any referee, to to, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that they should be. um vetoed from everything yeah. right like definitely not but if you're being fed the information and told the match continues the match continues right yeah absolutely and you know another thing with, with this too you know because then this can affect storyline I'm, I'm you know still talking about this thing with brie bella is that you then you know and it just kind of shows a little bit uh, how i've been watching enough of their content recently but but then you, you have this person doing this kind of stuff and then revolving around the same story you, you then require her to come out and rescue ronda rousey who's supposedly this indestructible woman who can take anybody out and, and can destroy everybody and you have somebody who can't wrestle a match probably have to come out and save this said person and th- that's where you know it starts to cross over into being problems with your storylines and things just kind of going all to hell all right so you know it's a compounding problem when this kind of stuff happens and it's not really addressed properly that's that's the word of the day, I think. Compound, <laughs> compounding, compounding, compounding. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, everything just piles up on top of each other, whether it's it's good or whether it's bad, right? And I mean, you can try to maybe possibly spin that and say, well, look, she just took out this person. So yeah. obviously she's going to be the good candidate to go out and help the baddest yeah. woman on the planet, yeah. right? <laughs> it's, it's, it is. It's yeah. a stretch. But the WWE is known for stretches, Obviously right? Um, no. And... I mean, going further down the line, 
damaging to the to the the business as a whole you're damn right it is yeah i mean i don't know how to put it i i, I really don't you have to be ready you have to be ring ready you have like this stuff should have been stuff that was worked on before right like the, yep. this isn't stuff that should just be called during a match this is stuff that needs to be worked on before and if it is not perfect if you do not have it down properly you don't do it because not only are you going to sacrifice yourself possibly but you're injuring somebody else and you're taking away now their livelihood and just making life terrible Mm-hmm. Not with with Liv Morgan, what would happen now if you know, like this happened to her and she can't wrestle now yep. for you know eight ten months, right? And then the WWE says, "Well, we got nothing for you now." So then she's released, yep. and then she tries to go over to let's say you know Impact or or Ring of Honor or something or to Women of Honor or something like that, right? And then she gets bumped in the head and, and she's done again because things weren't done properly or weren't diagnosed properly or, or whatever. Right. Like it's, it, it's compounding mm-hmm. 100% and it just will keep on building and building and building. So please, please, you have to make sure that you are ready and that you have this stuff 100% down before you're doing it out on live shows. And, you know, and some injuries, like uh, a couple of famous ones off the bat, you know, like uh, Sid uh, snapping mm. his leg off, doing a jump. Um, Mankind, or I guess at the time, Cactus Jack losing his ear, getting caught up in the ropes. That kind of stuff is unavoidable and can, yes. can happen to anybody at any time. But, you know, to kind of peel, to kind of peek behind the curtain here, when it comes to, to this kind of stuff, specifically in a one-on-one program or whatever kind of deal you have going. The idea here is, you know, this is totally breaking kayfabe, but the idea is to protect the person that you're working with, to yeah. protect your opponent, so that, you know, if you're if you're going to be running a long feud or something, it's so that, you know, you guys can keep going. And, and this is a business. If uh, In most of these cases, especially in independent wrestling, if you're not wrestling, you're not making money. That's right. Right? So, and the idea is for, it's a business. Everybody, you know, wants to have a share of it. And you need to protect the person that you're working with. Yeah, you know, outside of kayfabe and as a fan who's not in on on the, the whole deal, it looks like they're trying to, to kill each other, essentially. But really, I mean, we're trying to protect each other to be able to have some longevity in this business. Otherwise... Yeah. You know, and some of these guys, if they don't have any kind of backup plan, you know, Tony hinted at this when we interviewed him, if you don't have any kind of backup for, you know, once your time in the wrestling business is done, you got nothing. You're you're cleaning up an aisle five. Yep. Right? So that's the brutal, harsh reality of it is that, uh, yep, injuries do happen, but when it comes to the carelessness and the stupidity, it, it can be um, taken care of. It could be a less it's, extent here, you know, if, if there's some common sense there. If that makes any sense. It can be avoidable. It definitely 100% can be avoidable with proper training and proper understanding of what's going on and how to do things. Now, I'm, I never made it to the WWE. Mm -hmm. I never made it to impact. I never made it to ring of honor. I, I did independent shows for my entire professional wrestling career. I always made sure that I knew exactly what I was doing 100% before I did anything. Because you never know. I have that other person's life in my hands when we're inside that wrestling ring. Mm -hmm. And I need to make sure that not only am I safe, but they're safe as well. 
right? And to see stuff like this happening in in the professionals, in the big times, really, it just, it irks me. And, yeah. and, and I, I don't understand how. Yeah. How? You know, and for your up-and-comer, you know, and, you know, we, we had him on um, recently, Tony Kazina, with, working with, he's the head trainer at the Folly Dojo. There's, um, you know, go get yourself properly trained for the love of God. Don't put yourself in a position to where you're, you know, like back in the original ECWAs, like with a former guest, we had C, uh, C.W. Anderson, who wrestled some of his first matches without any training whatsoever. And yeah. in that environment, oh my God, it would have been just horrible. You know, learning from guys who probably weren't even trained themselves. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so, you know, don't put yourself in that position because these days you don't need to. There's there's these um, places like the Folly Dojo, um, you know, where you can go and get properly trained and not have to beat yourself up, you know, to try and make it in this business and, and get hurt before you even get your foot in the door anywhere. You know, just do yourself a favor and go about it the right way so that you're not killing ourselves out there. Definitely. And I mean, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing, right? Like uh, 100%, make sure that you're going out there and that you are getting the proper training that you need to get. I mean, there's, I don't want to say so many, but there is a lot of professional wrestling schools that are out there that you can go to. And it's not just, you know, like a, a rinky dink organization. I mean, you've got guys like I'm trying to find it here and I can't find it right now, but just, just in, in, uh, mid Michigan, I guess you could say it is, um, I think in Bay city, Michigan, <laughs> you've got Steve Lombardi, There you go. You know, and for those who don't know who that name is, I'll say the name, the Brooklyn brawler, mm-hmm. right? The Brooklyn brawler was, a guy who was in the professional wrestling business for like 30 years. And the guy has done things for schools and he goes out there and like he, he, he teaches, that's what he does now, which is awesome because he should, that's him giving back. That's like, it's, it's perfect. Right. So, I mean, no matter where you go, there is always an area within a, uh, a province or within a state or within wherever that you can go and get trained. I, I'm not saying it's for free because no. never is it going to be for free, but I mean, you can go and you can get trained and you can get professionally trained. And I can't remember where I saw it now, but the one that, that, that uh, Steve Lombardi is doing here that the Brooklyn brawler is doing, mm. I mean, he, he puts in there, Guaranteed, you are going to have matches. Guaranteed, you are going to have, you know, airtime after you're done your training. The guy himself has has said that he has contacts, which he does. Mm-hmm. He has several contacts within the WWE, within, you know, Impact, within Ring of Honor, I'm sure. Like, everywhere. The guy's got contacts. Yeah. You need to go and find a place like that. Somewhere that has somebody who has been in the wrestling business for so long to allow them to go through and train you. Even if they're not the ones doing the training, they're going to be the ones that are running the school and they're going to make sure that it's run how it's supposed to be. Go and get yourself professionally trained by professional people who have been in the business and you will go somewhere. You will make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some other uh, names out there that know actively run. Uh, Ricky Morton, Rock and Roll Express. He's still training people. Train Chase Owens. Uh, Lance Storm. Um, I'm trying to think of, of other names here, but I mean, there, there's lots of other, um, 
guys out there that, are, that that used to be in the business that run legitimate schools, and they will teach you the art of professional wrestling and Booker how to T. do it properly. Booker T, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, find yourself a good reputable school, and and then you'll you'll be far better off. Definitely, you will be. A steel guy who trains CM Punk. I believe that he still trains people. Yeah. You know, so it's um, there's no shortage. Don't beat yourself up uh, without proper training. That's yeah. About the simplest way I can kind of put it there. All right, Carl. I think that's a good way to wrap up the episode. Let everybody know where they can find us on social media. Social media, everybody, is found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are found at JK Podcasts. That is with an S at the end because somebody else had JK Podcast. So make sure you go and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching out at JK Podcasts. Absolutely. And, of course, to find our content, to be able to listen to the episodes, you can find us on Podbean, on iTunes, on Google Play Music, on the Google Pod casting app the majority of those other podcasters out there and of course last but not least at the gorillaposition.com as proud part of the roar network along with the hitting the marks pressing podcast going home the tapped out wrestling podcast and rhythm of the ring and the average marks as well so lots of content there where i think we're one day shy of having a wrestling podcast every day of the week yep. at the Roar Network. So awesome. There's something to listen to every single day. You can download it all and, and on your commute to work, listen to our episodes. That's right. And for all of you out there that are vapors, we do want to give a special thanks to our sponsors that we have. Right now, we have a sponsor in Hype City Vapors. Go and check them out at HypeCityVapors.com. They just introduced their new black line. The flavors there look delicious. Go and take a look at them and use promo code JKPODCAST to check out and get yourself 15% off your entire order that you do. And to our friends over at the Holler and elbowbrand.com. They just dropped a fall line that they have available. That fall line is including a new hat, it is including new shirts, it is including even a pink breast cancer awareness mirror logo t-shirt go and check them out and make sure you use promo code jk podcast at the checkout there and get yourself 10 percent off your entire order that is a perfect way to end things off here, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Ciao. This is Ryan Bowman, editor in chief of the GorillaPosition.com, and you're listening to the J and K podcast. <laughs>